Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Dark Travels hostess tonight in honor of a invented holiday, a made-up holiday, a holiday to sell chocolates and paper, cards, and flowers, we have a special episode. And joining me today is... Road Trip with the Panda. And even though we are not talking about serial killers, serial killers with Sierra. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, today I'm being joined by the panda. Hello. And serial killer uh, concierge. Yeah, close enough. Sierra. What's up? So tonight we're actually kind of veering off and we're going to talk about obsession. Stalkers, and we're gonna name our top five movies that embodies these aspects, the darker side of Valentine's Day, deadly obsessions. Movies, movies, movies. Get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll start off with Sears number five. All right, so my first one, is, well, I guess number five, not first, is Crush. It was released in 2013, but only had a budget of about $1.2 and only made 8.12 in the box office. So okay. not great. It's like a B-list movie, but sometimes B-lists turn out to be the greatest. In 2013? <laughs> yeah. Crush? It should it should be with Alicia Silverstone. Mm, I don't Never heard of it. And I Carrie mean, Ills? Ills? Is that the same crush? That's, That's 93. Okay. So it's a, it looks like it's a remake. Has Lucas Till, Crystal Who? Reed, Sarah Bolger. <laughs> Do you sound like porn stars? <laughs> 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 oh, dude's got Isaiah Mustafa, though. That's the dude who did the Old Spice commercials. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it had a budget of $1.2 Is that what you said? Yeah, $1.2 and only made 8.12. Okay, well. Some things speak for themselves. Well, yeah. what's it about? I mean, I don't, I don't know the, the premise of the movie. So, high school student named Scott. He's super popular because he's really good at soccer. Oh. Um, he wants to, you know, make that into a scholarship eventually. He does have artistic talent, but he just doesn't want to do that for some reason. Sounds like a high school musical. Yeah. And then he ends up getting a leg injury that kind of threatens, like, hey, you may not be able to kick a ball forever. Stupid. He has a best friend named Jules who wants to date him, but he's like, nah. I don't want to ruin our friendship. Friend zone. Yeah. Then another girl that gets interested in him is a girl named Bess. She's a very shy student, but she recognizes his artistic talent. She like falls in love with him, whatever. And he doesn't return her feelings either, but 
she ends up becoming like a love interest of this guy named Jeffrey, who she doesn't like. But Jeffrey's like, I love you. And she's like, nah, bro. <laughs> Scott. Oh, so it's kind of like she's trying to use him to manipulate the situation. Yeah, kind of. So then an unknown stalker emerges in his life, and it doesn't really get too violent until a teacher named Mrs. Brown, who was flirting with Scott, winds up injured. Okay. And then Jules almost gets killed at a party. Mm-hmm. So Scott's like, it's Bess. She's obsessed with me, but I don't have proof, but I know it's her. And then he was driving home one night and hits Bess's uh, co-worker, Andy. Spoiler. <laughs> All the spoilers. <laughs> and uh, so he ends up hitting her. Takes her home, or like to her house, because he's like, oh, my bad, I hurt you. And it turns out, hey, guess what? Andy's the stalker lady. Okay, so that is Crush 2913. 2013. 2013. 2913. Mm-hmm. And one. <laughs> Michael, number five. So I stuck to the obsession point, and I went with Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Mm. Yeah, number five. Where's the obsession? In the this? obsession is he's he obsessed with eating people. Okay. He's obsessed with eating people. He's obsessed with Clarice. Is that an obsession or a passion? He's obsessed with Clarice. Okay. And then, and then you know, Wild Bill's obsessed with the skin, you know, wearing the skin suit. Okay. Perfect skin. So there, and so if you didn't know already, it's 91 film. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is the, is the you know, the main guy or main star in the movie. Villain. He's the, he's, he's, he's a bad guy, but he's definitely not a good guy. Right. But the premise of the movie is an, F, uh, an upcoming FBI agent posed Anthony Hopkins who is known as Hannibal Lecter in the movie, who is a cannibal and a notorious criminal, and they have him behind bars. She goes to him to help catch another villain, or not, sorry, criminal who's killing women. Killing women, and you know, if you ever see the movie, which I highly recommend, it it's it's very well done, and it it's a very it's a bigger budget movie. So, <laughs> but I don't I don't know if it won any awards though. I think it, it probably it probably I think Anthony Hopkins won the best actor. That's supporting that actor. would seem likely to me. Today, however, 20-some-odd years later, it has spawned a TV show. The concept. Yes, yeah, it's, it's done <laughs> plenty But it's of called Clarice? Yes, Clarice, so it follows her. Correct. So um, I don't know if Hannibal Lecter's come back into the show or come to the show at all, but it's essentially after this case... Because it's so traumatizing for her, she's trying traumatized, trying to get through it. But she's, you know, she's got to move on. She's still got to do her job, so she's solving all these other cases. But these other cases remind her of the major case that made her come out. But she's already popular with the rest of the agents and law enforcement. Like, oh, you're the, you're the agent, you're that person. Right. All right. My number five is single white female. It was released in 1992, and it scared the shit out of everybody in America. Because up until that point, the predominant stalker was male. Well, <laughs> it, this stars Jennifer Jason Leigh and Bridget Fonda. And Bridget is just McChillin'. She needs a roommate. And Jennifer applies. And she takes her on as a roommate. And things get freaky in not a porno way. Or so you know. <laughs> <laughs> in a in a hurry. So I remember seeing this movie. Everybody was like, oh, my God. And, of course, there was a ton of movies that followed in the similar fashion because this one was The Mold Breaker. So my number five is Single White Female. Curse you, Vina. <laughs> single White Female was my fourth. Okay. <laughs> Same concept. Yeah. So it was just it was just super interesting to me too. One thing that I was you know kind of looking up with her, the character that she played, 
the roommate, the one that turns crazy. Jennifer. Yeah. Is actually a really good allegory for borderline personality disorder. So, because she doesn't have, like, a really sense of myself, and she has, like, abandonment issues. And she assumes the identity of others. Yeah. And I just thought it was super interesting because I have borderline personality disorder, and I'm like, what's up, lady? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's your number four. That was my number four. My number four. It's not necessarily. It's it's a dark comedy movie. Okay. You want to guess what it might be? Dark comedy obsession. Mm-hmm. Ninety six. You were two. You were one. <laughs> I was one. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Not a horror. Not not classified as horror. Obsession. Obsession. Matthew hmm. Broderick. Well, it's not fair. As His cable goes out. Oh, Cable Guy! The Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. The 1996 yeah. movie starring Jim Carrey, Matthew yeah, Broderick. Yeah. This movie, and, you know, I know it's not a horror movie, but it's definitely a class A film for obsession. Right, I have one. I have one. So, right, so the premise of that movie is Matthew Broderick is just a normal Joe Schmo guy. He's got a girlfriend job, his own apartment, and then somehow, some way, the Cable Guy. Played by Jim Carrey. Played by Jim Carrey. Shows up to fix his cable. And Bradford calls him like his, his like, hey, thanks, buddy, or something like that. In the lines of friend, and Jim Carrey just kind of rolls with this like, friend, <laughs> we're friends now, <laughs> and then it just explodes from there. Medieval time battles, <laughs> best um, friends forced to battle to death. Yeah, just like Kirk is Yeah, that's the best one of the best scenes of the movie right there. I mean, it's kind of giving it away, but you just gotta watch it. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey's finest, and it's almost the same year I think he did uh, Ace Ventura, Detective, and The Mask. Yeah, all at the same time. Mm. So, but unfortunately, fortunately, this wasn't reviewed the best movie, but mm. it's it's one of his best. He <laughs> he goes all out, and Matthew Broderick. You can see him at times not trying not to break character, but the point of the movie was he's obsessed with Matthew Broderick, and he goes to great lengths to be involved in his life because he himself, Jim Carrey, does not have a lot of friends in the movie. All right. Well, uh, my number two was... Number four? Or, yes. Yeah. My number four <laughs> is Sleeping with the Enemy, released in 1991. This stars America's Sweetheart at this point in time, Julia Roberts, but it is a huge breakout role for Patrick Bergen, who plays her husband. She is a a wife who's been a you know she's being abused by her husband, and she's figured out a way how to get out. And due to just you know, I I actually recently watched this movie. I think it's on Netflix or something like that, and I just really just cringe. Because the person that kind of blows this for her was trying to do something nice, but it was like, lady, read the fucking room. Okay. (laughs) So, anywho, she escapes. He finds out that she's not really dead, and things are rocking from there. So that is my number four. All right, number three, Sierra. Number three for me is Unsane. It released in 2018, had a budget of only $1.5 and it was filmed entirely... On an iPhone, which is crazy. And it boxed about a, uh, $14.3 million. It stars Claire Foy and Joshua Leonard. And Claire's character is Sawyer Valentini. She moves originally to get rid of, like, get away from a stalker. And she ends up going to, like, the psychiatric hospital to try to, like, deal with the trauma of it. She gets involuntarily, well, like, voluntarily, she gets tricked into signing paper for a 24-hour hold. And then while she's there, she, like, freaks out, so her hold gets longer, and she starts seeing her stalker at the facility. 
The one that she tried to get away from. Yes. Okay. The one that she tried to get away from originally, and he's just like there, and she's like trying to get away from him like the entire rest of the movie, and it's just crazy. All right. So she's unsafe, apparently. Yes, extremely. Even in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had The Invisible Man, the newest one. With Kevin Bacon? No, 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 no. No? Uh, that's that's not new. <laughs> you know how old Kevin Bacon is, right? <laughs> no, the newest Invisible Man, I think, was done by Bloomhouse, if I'm correct. I could be wrong about that, but I think you're right. It was in 2020. That's when it was. So yes, it's, there's no Kevin Bacon. With Brie Larson? No, with Eliz- with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Okay. Um, there really isn't. I mean, I th- I I don't even know who Elizabeth Moss really is. She's been in some roles. I think she's in uh, that Amazon show. What's that big one? The, the 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 caretaker, not the caretaker, the handmaiden. Something oh, like that. Oh, okay, the maiden tale. The maiden maiden t- tale. The handmaiden tale. Yeah, she's like mm. the main one. She was. She, she stars in this. She's like the biggest star, I believe. I really haven't seen any other actors. So it's like a B-rated cast, but they do really well. So what the premise is is that she's married to this rich inventor. And she at en- the start of the movie, she runs away from him and goes to her sister's house. And, you know, it, it shows that she's in an abusive relationship with him and he's a piece of shit. But he ends up dying. So after he dies, you know, she, she gets an inheritance from him and she's just trying to live out her life. But as she's moving on, some weird things are happening around the house. She kind of starts kind of going crazy a little bit. And then you kind of see that something is, you know, messing with her. Something's fucking with her and doing, it starts off subtle, like moving things or doing whatever. But she's the only one who can see him. And then it kind of progresses from there. And and, and, the, and the story, I mean, at first you think it's one thing and then something else happens. And you, you think you put it together and then you do put it together. And you're like, oh, oh. And then it just, it's good. It's a good. <laughs> so it's it a plot going. twist is what I'm hearing. Right. So. Well, I'm not saying plot to it. You can't say plots without spoilers. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. So either way, there's an obsession because someone's something something's fucking with her, and you, when you watch the movie, it's great. It's not very long. It's good. It's good to find out. It's one of those good Bloomhouse movies to check out. Not all of them are winners, but uh, the majority of Bloomhouse is. Yeah. I'd say like ninety percent. Yeah. There's some ones where you go, all right. Well, that was. Yeah. That was something. There's some of them where you're like, mm, <laughs> this how one. Did you make this that? one though. This one was good. All right. Well, my third one is actually a comedy, but it is about obsession. These men are obsessed with a chick named Mary. Oh, okay. Released in <laughs> 1998, it's all about Mary. Yes. Starring Cameron Diaz, Ben Stiller, and a hottie from my past, Matt <laughs> Dillon. Matt I don't Dillon? know how. You thought Matt Dillon was hot? When he was younger, he was. Not even younger, Matt Dillon. His oh, face is kind of weird. You see, it's like a square. You got a butter face. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. Everything's cool, but butter face. <laughs> Vina looks so offended. Um, did you not see that movie where they were all in it? Okay, that really narrowed <laughs> it down. So descriptive, Matt Dillon. I'll look it up. Keep talking about that. Some uh, there's something about Mary. Yes. Yeah, so. There's just something about her that makes all these men obsessed about her. I suspect it's because she's not wearing a bra, but, I mean, that's besides the point. Yeah, yeah she ain't wearing shit half the time. Either way, there are some great, great <laughs> hysterical moments in this movie, and and they're obsessed. 
So they I mean, literally obsessed with her. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Who's stay golden? Stay golden. Are you talking about boy. freaking the outsiders? Yes. He was. Did he played not? a child in that movie. He was not. A oh, he was the older brother, huh? No, he wasn't the brother. He was um like the best friend. The best friend. He wasn't even in high school. He was. He wasn't the best friend. The best friend got burnt. No, he was like his brother's best friend, Pony Boy. Patrick Swayze's best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who the bro- I don't know who played the brother. Patrick Swayze was the brother. So Matt Dillon played. So he must have been Ralph Macchio's best friend. You know, one of those they, well, they were all regardless. Greasers. They were regardless. like greasers, okay? Remember the age group they're supposed to portray, though? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Watching you two go back and forth, it's like watching a volleyball match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> have you seen The Outsiders? Read the book? No. Okay, it's she okay. failed. It's I'm right. terrible, I know. It's all right. It's, a good, it's actually a good movie, and I'm surprised they haven't tried to remake it yet. Or make it into, I think they even tried to make it into a TV series a long, long time ago. Mm. Well, the book's not very long anyway. That's pretty straight to the point. No, see. They could yeah, do an HBO Hudson, show. I think. Everything else could get an HBO show. I don't see why. They I know. Do. Regardless, your movie was what? That's There's something about Mary? Yes. Number yes. three. <laughs> yes. All right. That was a good one. Matt Dillon, Ben Stiller. Who and apparently was the, super hot. The hair, the hair gel. The hair yeah. gel scene <laughs> is the, the best gel. scene. <laughs> <laughs> Number All right, Sierra, number two, number two is Greta. It was released in 2018. Couldn't find a budget for it for some reason because the internet hates me. <laughs> but it got $18.6 million at the box office. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a bit. It starred Isabel Herbert and Chloe Grace Mortez. That's Hit Girl. Hit Girl. That's yeah, that's from Hit Girl. And it starts off, so Isabella plays a girl named Frances who recently lost her mother. She finds a handbag on a subway train, sees the ID in it, takes it back to her house, and turns out to be this lady named Greta. And Greta slowly starts becoming obsessed with Francis and becomes obsessed with the idea of being her re- like her new mom. Oh. And it's basically yeah. like, your mom had to die so we could meet. You're my new daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes nuts. Okay. And like kidnaps her and just all kinds of crazy shit. Okay. It's interesting. It's a very interesting movie, for sure. Yeah. All right, so like, Greta. I like, I like uh, Hit Girl, too. She's a good actress. She is. She hasn't, she hasn't been in a lot of big movies, though. After Kick-Ass, she really... I mean, she's done some things. I mean, yeah. she does her own things. She's cool. Yeah. She's cool. All right. She's pretty. She's pretty. <laughs> My number two is Misery. Oh. Gene Hackman. Um, Gene Hackman? Or not Gene Hackman. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, what the hell's his name? He's an elf. Try a <sighs> alumni from The Godfather. Godfather. James I know, Can. But you know how many people know that he's in The Godfather? That <laughs> I do. I know. But the people who uh, this day Sonny. and age. They, Sonny stood I know up for he's your Sonny. sister. And guess where that BS. got him? Guess where that got him? Yeah, well, Sonny's still in my heart. He shouldn't go by himself. <laughs> no one. No, he shouldn't have gone by himself. Regardless. What's her name? Kathy Bates? Yep. Correct. Yes. Waterboy's mom. The Blind Sides. What's his face's tutor helped him get to school. Either way, where did that movie come? I don't know what year that came out. It came out in 1990, and I know that because it was my number one. Damn oh it. damn! <laughs> <laughs> I won't take all the facts. Then <laughs> either way, it's 90 film, and so Sonny, as some of my people would call him, <laughs> he's an author of the novel series. I forget the name. I, I don't remember the name. Misery. Misery. Yeah. Is it the Misery series? And so he gets in a car accident during a snowstorm, and he actually is saved by Kathy Bates, who lives out by herself in this small remote town. And she recognizes him because he writes the books. And she loves the books. She's obsessed with the books. Mm -hmm. 
and she knows that the last book of the series is coming, and or at least the next book is coming, and, and she wanted to know, and she actually goes through his stuff, and he's got the the copy of it, and she, you know, she doesn't really care for what happens, and she wants him to finish the book a different way uh, on her terms, mm-hmm. and before he goes and does his own thing. So I'll leave it there, and then, but it's a great flick. It's a '90s movie. All these have been '90s films except for about three of these, I think. So unsafe, uh, unsafe, Greta, and the Invisible and, Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, s- sticking with the '90s, my number two obsession is Scream, released mm. in 1996. This unfortunate teenager was the target, the ultimate target, of a ghost face slasher. And as we all know, Scream 5 is now out. And hopefully here soon, I'll be able to watch it. I know, right. I'm excited. I want to see it too. So Ghost, this is the start of Ghostface. Yes. And I mean, here we are 25 years later. And he's still kicking and murdering and stabbing. Correct. And <laughs> and it's, still got, it's still got OG cast in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sydney or David Arquette, Neve Campbell. Yep. I don't know who that is. Neve mm-hmm. Campbell. She's Sydney. Oh sure, Courtney Cox. I, I call her. I call her fucking Sydney. I don't okay. know her. I don't seen her in any other movie. So, oh, what's that for? Uh, she actually started. What's out that? Didn't she do that lesbian movie? <laughs> or she was swim a lesbian? Fan. Huh? Swim fan. Wasn't there? A yeah. Swim fan. Swim fan. Oh, there is another thriller, yeah, something movie, something murder like movie. That. But she actually started out in a TV show called Party of Five. Mm. I remember that. Anyways, that's my number two. So Sierra, well, number one. My number one was Misery. Nice. I'm a big Stephen King fan. I've seen every single Stephen King movie. I have read every single book. So I'll just add some little fun facts I found. Misery is actually one of Stephen King's top ten favorite movie renditions of his books. Okay. That's cool. And then the part of Paul Sheldon, the author, it was actually originally offered to William Hurt twice. He turned it down. Then it was offered to Kevin Kline, Michael Douglas, Harrison Ford, Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Richard DeFune, Gene Hackman, and Robert Redford, who all turned down Ooh. the role. Wow. Harrison Ford and Robert Redford have been cool. They all yes. turned it down. And then finally somebody suggested James Caan, who agreed. And then Angelica Hudson and Bette Midler were actually both offered the role of Annie. No the, idea who those are. The crazy psycho lady. Well, I know the oh, you do yeah. know who Bette Midler is. Who? You Bette. do know who Bette Midler is. I don't know. Oh, buddy. Hocus Pocus. She's Hocus Winifred. Pocus. She's Winifred. Did not know that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but they both turned it down, and Midler would actually later say that her decision to turn down the role was one of the stupidest choices she had ever made. All right. Well, that's what happens to a lot of these actors and stuff. A lot of movies are coming out around the same time, and mm-hmm. they have to choose which one they want to do. Like, shoot, who was? There was another big one. Well, Sean Connery mm-hmm. turned down the role of Morpheus. And I'm, you know, not to take away from Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Lawrence, correct. Who he did a superb job. I'm just saying, he didn't understand it. Yeah. And so he turned it down, and I think he kicked himself in the pants mm-hmm. afterwards. So. Yeah, but I don't think John Connor has been cool in that. That would have been bad. No, I think Fishburne had the physical agility to pull off the role. Yeah. I don't know about agility, but he had. Oh, well, I guess he was. He was a lot. He was a lot more. It was the '90s. Right. So mm-hmm. it wasn't as long ago. Because if you see him now, I mean, I mean, he's not out of shape or nothing, but. He's like a grandpa in blackish. He's in blackish? He's a grandpa. I did not know that. I know he's in John Wick. I've been watching John I watch all the John Wick. He's in all those, except for the first one. But 
Okay, so my number one was actually going to be Scream. But we're just stealing everybody's. Movies. Well, that's the thing. Is, I mean, the the '90s really set the tone for a lot of these yeah. horror movies that we know. They make the classic horror movies. I mean, not to put down like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween like that, mm-hmm. which are also kind of obsession movies. You know, Halloween. Michael Myers is obsessed with his sister. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. The problem with that is, is like the movies went off such a tangent, and and it's like, is it really about her anymore? Is it not about her? Well, then, well, like in some continuations, like she is the sister, some or something she's, she's not. not. Right. Well, the other thing too is the ones in the '80s were more like slasher films. Yeah. Where I would argue the ones in the '90s were a little bit more, like psychological and smarter, mm-hmm. just in depth. Correct. I mm-hmm. mean. Scream is on the list for a reason. Yeah. You understand? And not just my list, mm-hmm. Panda's list, but other people's list. Yeah. Because of, you know, what happens or other factors. Mm-hmm. Well, and like you said, like, it's been, that's created Ghostface. There was, it, that, I mean, it's the most basic villain or killer, but it's not really a monster. It's not, I mean, there's a Ghostface mask now because of that movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's, there's five movies now, TV show. and Which was good. I actually never. I'm that. I don't remember Screen Two. I never watched Screen Four. I haven't seen the TV show, and I haven't seen this newest one. But I mean, the first Scream is so well done. It's almost like you didn't need the sequels, but I'm. I guess I'm glad they did because they ended up being very okay still, totally up on their own. But like you said, all star cast: Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, Scooby Doo's right mm-hmm. own Shaggy right there, and they, you know, even the Fonz is in it. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's the, he's a player of the Fonz, of course, but yeah. you know, it's got a it's got a good bolstering class of actors, and you know, there's so many things that you can quote from that. You know, everyone knows the the rules of surviving a horror movie now because of Scream yeah. of J- uh, Jamie Kennedy, and it mm-hmm. and it breaks down that barrier a lot of things because it's it's calling itself out of being a horror movie. And it, you know, it's just weird. It's just right. It, never go out somewhere on your own. You never go she, by yourself. Don't and have then sex. He goes off on yeah. his don't own. drink. Yeah. Don't do any of those things. Don't do any sinning, basically. <laughs> and, and that's why I think number one. And it really is obsession because all the movies obsess around one person who's not even at fault for doing anything. He just was, you know. I don't want to give away. The, I mean, right. I know the movie's hella old now, but. Right. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's about her mom. Everyone's pissed at her mom for ruining their lives. <laughs> so it's like, like Cindy just, just gets the shit out of the stick. Like, sorry I was born. Right, the sins of my mother. Yeah, the sins of my mother is the reason why I'm being hunted and all my friends are dying. <laughs> <laughs> so if Scream isn't your number one, what is your number one? Or that is my number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you stole it. Yeah. You stole everything. <laughs> I can, just because it's your number two doesn't mean it can't be my number one. Okay. <laughs> Well, believe it or not, my number one is actually the one Panda recommended to me in when in our original discussion of this topic. And this was actually not like a horror slasher killer, mm. but released in 1989. This is the ultimate obsession, ego, can't get over yourself, rejection, War of the Roses. Oh, okay. Starring... Michael Douglas, Danny DeVito, and Kathleen Turner. And, I mean, this is a great cast. They, they've done Jewel of the Nile and Romancing the Stone, which are completely different premises. But Michael Douglas just can't get over the fact that his wife fell out of love with him, and he won't let her go, and he's just obsessed. And this leads to some unfortunate things. She's pretty crazy, too, though. 
Well, she's tired of it. She's tired <laughs> of your shit. She's tired of your shit. But she was it. She really make the effort to leave that heart. Like she, she worked on that house, man. Fuck that house. Well, that was the problem. He That's could, the thing. She was obsessed of ruining his life because he ruined she hers. She wasn't trying to ruin his life. She just wanted the house. Didn't she cook something? No. <laughs> She gave him Didn't the she? impression. She yeah, said, Yeah, that's Twilight. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. All right. So that's my number one. Now, getting a little further, we did not talk about TV shows, although I did mention it to you, mm-hmm. Sierra. There is one movie that, for the love of God, avoid like fucking COVID. <laughs> and I'm referring to 13 cameras. Okay. It is about obsession, stalkery. This couple rents a house, and the owner has 13 cameras in the house, so you can see everything, okay? And at the same time, he's got this woman down in the basement. Oh, jeez. And just when avoid this obsession <laughs> stalker movie. I've seen it on a couple of lists. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, please don't do this to yourself. So there's a lot of notables out there. A lot of them uh, point to noble. That's a not, notable. Not not no. even. Well, to your this book, this is yeah. a void. A void. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's other notable ones out there. Like my buddy was talking about Gone Girl. Mm. So Gone Girl was a big one. But I've never seen Gone. I've heard a lot of things that happen in the movie, but I don't know how it ends. First of all, the book was amazing. The movie, not so much. Yeah. What else? The Hush was. Brought up every okay. now and then. I heard about Hush. I don't know. Would you consider when a stranger calls like an obsession? So, yes. That one, when I was a kid, scared the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of my mom, too. My mom, like, if I look at my mom and I'm like, you know, it's coming from inside of the house. She's <laughs> like, shut up, Sierra. Don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> yes, the call's coming from inside the house. Get out. But, again, I have not seen that movie mm-hmm. since I was a teenager and I about shit myself because it was <laughs> fucking when you're a bunch of girls watching this scary-ass right. movie. That is, I would call that, consider that one a notable one, but, you know, I've not seen it mm-hmm. in decades. Yeah. Now, if you are looking for obsession stalkery shows, I have two good ones. Oh, you know what? I know where you're going. It's on Netflix. It's got three seasons now. Yes. Got the guy as the main character? Yes. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you? Mm-mm. Starring... No. I don't really watch TV anymore, like Netflix or anything. There's so many shows now, it's hard to choose. Like, we could just keep we could just keep watching Mandalorian and Boba Fett. We'll be okay. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I play video games and I go to work. That's yeah, what I that's, do. That's what I do, and I get judged at work. And what do you do with your life? I play video games. Why? Oh, well... Play video games, go to work, and study serial killers. Okay. That's my thing. <laughs> well, you yes. is does have three seasons, and I am of the opinion that the first season is the best season. Mm-hmm. Okay? It stars a young gentleman by the name of Penn Bagley. I've never, never seen it. I just heard shit that happens in the movie, that show, and I'm like, I don't understand what this is about <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so that's a TV show on Netflix that I do highly recommend. And another one that is on Hulu, and again, I won't go into it, Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, I want to watch that. And Selena Gomez. I think she's a little bit too moody to be kind of likable, but that's just my opinion. Either way. What the premise is that one is they're, they're making a podcast, right? Correct. And There's a, they believe talk about a murder, murder happened in their building, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the podcast is regarding their investigation. Hmm. Of the murder of Tim Kono. So. 
I really want to watch that. That's two of the three amigos right there. Correct. Hmm? Correct. Not to me. So, all right. So that is what we have for you tonight. You now have a new list of obsession, <laughs> of or passionate, depending on. Passionate. Well, we can go a lot more passionate movies. <laughs> <laughs> Stalkerish for your Valentine screening time. So, on to business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I have a Facebook account or Facebook page. And if you are curious or interested and would like to join, send me a request. However, if you have a place that you would someday like to see where their dark corners are or would like us to touch on other types of scary movies or dark place movies, Send me a request via email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Final thoughts, Sierra? Man, grab a loved one, grab some popcorn, watch the shit out of these movies because most of them are great. Okay. Final <laughs> thoughts, Panda? Yeah, I think I agreed with all of this. All of the lists were pretty cool. I mean, I've never seen Greta or uh, 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 Unsane. 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 But I mean, uh, a B rated horror movie is better than no horror movie <laughs> yes. when, you're, when you're hanging out with somebody. So, yes. Speaking <laughs> of which, you should watch Tusk. I forgot the oh that's God. a great <laughs> obsession movie. That is the shit. I'm not gonna say rubber. Rubber is a terrible obsession oh movie. That's terrible. I I've watched that movie three times in my life. What movie? Have you ever seen Rubber? Is that the one with the killer tire? Yeah. 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 I love that movie. Oh it's my so God. much. It's, it's so, so bad. It's, it's fun. Good. It's so bad. But it's good. Even more fun. Haley Joel Osment, Justin Long, and then there's some other. There's some other. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp. Mm. and like two other stars are in there. And it's great. I don't know if you've ever seen Tusk or heard about I it. But you can't go wrong with Johnny Oh, Depp. it's so good. Okay. Um, that is strictly his opinion. That is strictly <laughs> the world's opinion. <laughs> it's it directed by Kevin Smith, man. All right. Blunt man. <laughs> so until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. <laughs>